What's going on, everybody? Before we get started with today's episode, we just wanted to shout out NordVPN real quick. You guys can use our affiliate link, sign up over there, and you can privately, securely, and safely browse the internet. You're able to unblock streaming services. If you sign up with our affiliate link, you can sign up for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can also save 70% on a $3.49 a month for a three-year plan. And with that, you can connect up to six devices simultaneously. And NordVPN is available on every platform, Windows, iOS, Android, whatever you use. I use VPN, NordVPN myself, love it so far. So go ahead and check that out. The link is in our bio. It's on our website. It's all over the place. So go ahead and click that affiliate link and sign up with NordVPN today. This is the Going the Distance podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're going to be like, oh, I wish I got into the top guy. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Alrighty, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Going the Distance podcast. My name is Ryan Bennell, and alongside me is Elijah Spann. Today is July 21st, Wednesday night. We are currently live on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter now. We just started doing Periscope Live. You can listen to the recorded version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you get your podcasts from. Make sure you guys check out our website, www.gtdsports.com. Follow us on social media over at GTD underscore sports, except for TikTok. We're at gtdsports.com on there. Make sure to check out our personal accounts. I'm over at Ryan Bennell 8 and Elijah just changed his username this past week. So he is at Elijah Span 19 now. That's two wins in Span. Remember that. And if you want to keep up with our gambling picks, follow us over on the Action Network app. I've been making more picks almost every day. Today's not really going too hot for me, but that that's that, you know. So last but not least, tune in to the GTD Sports newsletter, or not tune in, sign up per se. And you guys will get email notifications on all episodes, blogs, everything like that. All right. How are we feeling, Elijah? Uh, pretty great, actually. Um, another announcement we have to make. Uh, so we are going to do a fantasy football league with podcasts only. Um, we're still, we're about a little over halfway full. We're working on to get it full right now. Uh, we haven't worked on what it's going to exactly be called, but it's going to be us, GGD Sports, and me and Ryan are going to own a team together. And then each other podcast that decides to join is going to be their own, each individual team. We'll probably have a lot of guys on during the football season to talk some shit, talk some football um, excited. each and every week. I think it's going to be a really great way to um, have more podcasts under our show and get them some shout out and maybe have ours put out in the into the world more too. So it's going to be really, I think it'd be a really great opportunity to be a really great opportunity for more content. So I'm very excited about it. Yeah, dude, that sounds hype. Full credit to Elijah for the idea. That, that, that's going to be fun. I think that's a good way to, like you said, you know, spread the content, spread the love. Yeah. And so I think we have about three, we haven't decided for doing 10 or 12, three to five more spaces at this moment. So if you're a podcast or you know somebody who has a podcast, let us know and you can get in on this because I think this is going to be a great opportunity for everyone. Yeah, even though if you've been watching our later episodes, we did a fantasy football draft a few episodes ago. That was kind of just to like dip our toes in the water a little bit with it this year. Uh, So we've kind of already, I don't know, we'll see what happens with that league. But right now the focus is on the podcast fantasy league. Yeah, that that one might be forgotten. That might, it was a slow week that week. We needed some content. So 
It was fun. I mean, it was fun. It was, it was fun. It was fun, but I think uh, this will definitely take over airspace if this ends up going through, which I think it will. I think enough people have joined to where um, it's going to happen. And I'm, I'm really excited about it too. No, me too. Yeah. I'm going to be shit talking. You already know. I mean, um, speaking of fantasy though, man, rest in peace, Cam Akers, fantasy owners. Damn. It's rough, bro. Dynasty leaguers and people who draft too early. Dude, dynasty leaguers, especially that's, that sucks, man. That's tough. That's tough. All right. Well, anyway, we got a good episode planned today. We got we're gonna be talking about NBA Finals recap. The season is over now. We may even do some way too early predictions. Never know. We got some golf talk. The final major, the British Open, just happened with Marikawa taking it. Then we're gonna get into the Olympics a little bit. The torch ceremony is on July 23rd, just in a couple days. And I am very, very, very excited for a Space Jam 2 debate. Just you want to watch that. You're going to want to stay tuned for that because me and Elijah have very differing opinions. And then we're going to talk about some of the best deals in the name, image, and likeness era thus far. And if we have time, not 100%, we may close off talking about the TJ Dillashaw fight this weekend. And that is that. So let's start out this week how we did it last time. The highlight and low light of the week. I'm going to let you go first, Elijah. What's your highlight? All right. Highlight of the week, I broke 100 golfing. So... It's actually That's a long. It's That's it's, it's it's That's big. Very rewarding um, that I finally <laughs> with a ninety nine at that. So, Damn, bro. Yeah. That's, so you know, were you sweating on that last putt, man? So I was. I just. I realized I was playing well, and then because I went on Sunday too, and I scored a one hundred three, and I had a chance to break one hundred on the last three holes, and then I choked because I started counting, and I was like, oh man. If I just get if I can get through this round with only 15 strokes, I can you know I can break 100. And I got in my head and I choked and I ended up with a 103. And so then yesterday I was like, I'm not gonna count. I'm just gonna you know tally it up my score and just go to the next hole and focus. And like you know I don't know just 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 go through it and not really think about score and just think about hitting good shots. That's and hard though. That's yeah. Hard. And so how many mulligans did you take? Um. A few. Hey, I mean, hey, it still counts. A few. You know? What what other, you know, no good, no uh, bad golfer actually breaks legit 100 for a while. Yeah. So it's a little cheap, but um, it's still, I use less than 20. Oh, I well, yeah, I mean, yeah, less than about, 20. Maybe about 10. 10, okay. I've been I doing, like, 10. last last time I went, I haven't played in a while. We should go soon again. Uh yeah. I need I'm also in the market right now to buy some clubs. We can talk about that whenever we get into golf later in the episode yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, but a part of the reason why I broke 100 though is so last week it, this was probably gonna be my low light, but on Thursday I broke my driver. My I had a rogue oh, driver. Yeah, I, I saw that on one. Snapchat. Yeah, snapped in half. I have a golfing net that I used to practice, and I guess I was too close. I was fine with my irons, and I guess I didn't realize, and then I grabbed my driver with the big stick. And swung, hit the net on the side, and fucking snapped. Oh. And I was just like, oh, my God. Thank God I'm graduating this week. And I coaxed a little graduation present, a little early graduation present, and got a brand spanking <laughs> new uh, Ping G410 driver. It was last year's model, and it was See, I don't know shit pretty, about models but, and anything. But – well, it's just last year's model. The newest one is the pink G425, whatever. It's not that big of a difference between this year's and last year's. Anyway, it's a fucking beast. Um, yesterday, I hit a drive 300 yards. I'm not kidding. Really? I, I hit, like legit I hit, 300? Like legit 300 yards. That's pretty impressive. 
no, that's insane. And then, <laughs> and then I hit a couple more that were like 260 to 280 range, about about five that were in 260, 280 range. Dude, that, like I was a on, drive down the middle, man. That far is like crack, bro. It's no, the best I, I literally came. <laughs> like no, like on the hundred yard marker, I was well within the hundred yard marker. The only problem is the only reason why I wasn't getting buddies, I mean birdies, is because my short game is absolutely atrocious. Dude, yeah, same. So, it's so bad. Mine's so bad. It's yeah. embarrassing. I remember last time I went playing, I went with uh, one of my buddies who's like really, really good at golf. Like he shoots like an 80, 82 consistently, like without yeah. mulligans. Like he's really fucking good. And so, so like, I was like trying to learn from him, but we ended up having one of our friends drop out and this random filled his spot because it was like 9 a.m. It was super busy. Yeah. And I didn't even get to have fun like at all, bro. He was literally like, yeah, you can just uh, scramble with my brother. Do you know what scramble is? Yeah. Yeah. So we literally just like played the best shot and it was like so rushed. Like, oh, it was frustrating, but still fun. Yeah. I where I was going with that, honestly, but. Not, it's, uh, scrambles are fun, but anyway, yeah. Cause I would like shots from 80 yards and in, I can't, I can't, I can't do, but we should save all this golf talk for. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk um, about golf. And then low light of the week. Uh, we're ugly, Ryan. Yeah, that is that is uh, that's, true. That's, we're so we're working on getting some new podcast art for um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we wanted to get cartoon pictures of our faces. And the first guy that we commissioned um, made us really ugly, and I I didn't know that I was two hundred and fifty pounds overweight, but it turns out that we are. Do you have the photos? Yeah, I think I think I can pull it up. Uh, yeah, I hope I'm, I hope I'm not breaking any rules by showing this, but it's fine. It has the it has the. Uh, I gotta pull this up. Yep, there we go. See, so here's me. Like you have Down syndrome. Yeah, no, like legitimately, there's way too many wrinkles. Like I don't even know, bro, where this chin came from. My your teeth nose, are like five feet tall, bro. Your nose is not that big. I mean, um, I got a big nose. I'm not gonna lie, but that like got, that's fine. You got a big nose, but fucking yeah, a, dude. Yeah, you know, but that's ridiculous. And then ready for for old Elijah over here. Bam. Yeah, Jonah Hill. What's up? <laughs> I'm fat Jonah. I'm Jonah Hill and super bad with a hat on. Dude, I literally, I don't know how this came about. Cause I mean, if you look at the new ones that we actually used, like that's what we, should have been done. Like the yeah. first time. Yeah. And it's just, it, it really, it legit hurt my feelings when that got sent. No. Yeah. I was like, Damn. I, was, I was like, fuck. Like, I mean, like, I know I'm no, I'm no Channing prize. Tatum, Ryan yeah, I'm no, yeah. You know, but like, I don't look like that. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even recognize this guy. Like, uh, uh. and if you're listening to the podcast, please go to the YouTube and just go to the 11 minute mark and just look at this. Dude, honestly, we'll probably clip just this, bro, and upload just the oh, monstrosity. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take so off the screen now. Definitely. Yeah, get that out of here. I never want to look at it again. Yeah, but so that was the low light. Um, All right, so for me, I'm going to start with my highlight. My highlight was i learned and if you don't know who this is you need to look into it zhang ziyu is a 14 year old chinese female basketball player who is seven feet four inches bro like real shit bro she was what was it i think i read somewhere she was 5 11 in the first no it was like 5 9 in the first grade and then like 6 10 in the sixth grade and it's like bruh She's literally like two inches shorter than Yao Ming was as a 14-year-old girl. So I've, I don't know. I've just been watching a few of her uh, highlight clips where she fucking 
dominates these little girls. She dropped like 42 points and 25 rebounds last game. It's insane, but that's my highlight. And then for my low light, uh, I, I know you're going to bring this up whenever we talk about the NBA. So I'm just going to go ahead and get out of the way. I I am now 0 for 3 on my Ryan Bunnell guarantees. Thanks to the Suns losing fucking four games in a row. It's painful. It really. It, I feel like it's my fault. Like part of it is my fault. <laughs> it's like, it has to it's, be. It's it's so funny that any time that you just like this is 100% happening, the exact opposite happens. The three times on this podcast where you're absolutely like, you know, your predictions are, you know, giving a take just like anybody else's. But the three times you've been like, I yeah. 100% <laughs> am promising you this is going to happen. It's just like, no. <laughs> yeah, because like, and especially it went like cold turkey too. Because I think whenever like I said the Jazz were gonna beat the Clippers, the Jazz didn't win a single game after that. Yep. Yeah, like, bro, I'm literally, uh, I'm turning into Charles Barkley, bro. We can't be having that. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's it for highlights and lowlights of the week. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, maybe you. I remember you texted me after the Suns loss and said, "Can I guarantee a Super Bowl? Like the Cowboys the won't Cowboys win the Super Bowl." Bowl. Yeah. Ask so, your friend. Yeah, maybe I should just guarantee that, and then I'll get one right, bro. Oh, well, I hope you do, and then we win. Dude, imagine, bro. If that actually happened, I would be convinced that I'm some sort of jinx. There's something going on. Well, There's then a you can use power. it to your advantage and say, I guarantee that this will happen. And then, well, I guess it doesn't – things don't work like that. That's true, though. Like, I could say, like, I guarantee Joe Burrow won't be the best Bengals quarterback ever, and then he turns out a legend, you know? Yeah, and then but Jinx probably since you're trying to use it to your advantage, he goes, that trick's not working on me, and then he tears his ACL five more times. <sighs> that would probably would happen to me. Well, let's just not even manifest that, bro. I don't want to talk about bro. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to see him hurt either. All right, well, let's move on. NBA Finals, the season's over. Bucks won the series. It's uh, I'm sad. I was going for the Suns, so I, I forget. Were you rooting for the Suns too? Yeah, I was rooting for the Suns too, but like at the same time, I wasn't mad Milwaukee won. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Like, I wasn't, I was by no means rooting against Milwaukee. I just liked the Suns more. Just, I watched, I watched them more throughout the playoffs. And the Suns looked like a better team throughout the playoffs. Like in the finals, the Bucks were the best that they've looked all year. You're right. Yeah. That was 100%. the best they played. Like yeah. they didn't look, honestly, they didn't look that great against the Nets. They had some really bad games against the Nets, but they, you know, they willed that series thanks to some injuries as well. Yeah. Um, and then they didn't look that great against the Hawks, but they got it through. And then especially without Giannis and then Giannis just fucking, I guess game three, it was when he fully returned to hundred percent and actually had Chris Middleton and um, Drew Holiday to help him out a little bit. Yeah. Drew Holiday and, went off that one game and just, just turned on the jets, man. And I've never seen a turnaround like this. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, another thing too is, just off the Bucks performance in general, if Drew Holiday would perform the way he did in that one game every single game, then this whole conversation would be different. Yeah. Like, you know, because they, they didn't necessarily – they don't have like a – they're not a super team. They're not – they don't have a big three. But when – I mean, Giannis and Middleton have developed over the years. And so now like Drew Holiday came in supposed to be that – uh you know, that next that guy. Third, yeah. yeah, third guy. And he, like, finally played like that in a couple of the games. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. Just Giannis just willed his way to this title. I feel oh, like it'll no, it's a hundred percent Giannis. Giannis deserves it's, it. Yeah, hundred percent. He should get all the credit in the world. A hard carry. Hard, especially in game six. I mean, last night, like that was insane. But, 50 points, three 40 point games in the finals. Yeah. Um, and it's not I mean, only like that a team with not a super team, you know, which is always nice to see, like a team that truly, because if you look at pictures of Chris Middleton and Giannis from like 2013, dude, they were skinny, scrawny motherfuckers that barely looked like they belonged in the NBA. And now they're, you know, champions of the world. Bro, Giannis's arms look like a G.I. Joe. Dude, he looks fake. It literally looks like like CGI. the way that his muscle cuts. Yeah, it's a perfect. He literally looks like an action figure. He's just chiseled, bro. I don't understand. I don't get it. But it's you know, it's nice to see like that non-super team win, and also a small market because I can't really. When was the last time like a tiny market team won? Because I would consider Milwaukee one of the smaller markets in the league. Um, would Toronto be considered a smaller market? You're right. Yeah, you're right. Toronto definitely would be. Toronto. They're they're bigger than Milwaukee, but just because they're in Canada, like in the NBA, they're probably a little bit smaller. And then before that, the Spurs. Spurs, yeah, they're Spurs I guess they're small. They're considered a smaller market. Yeah. And then not Mavs 10 years ago, because Mavs, Mavs are a small Dallas. market. Golden State's not a small market. Cleveland's not a small market. Uh Cleveland's not a big market. They're they're pretty big for sports. They're bigger than you would think. Yeah, I guess that's right. I don't know. Cleveland's just such a dog shit city in general, though. So I kind of just forget about them. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I it's great to see, and I hope that this uh, this continues next year, and we see more teams, uh, more polarity within the league because I like it better. But one thing that we looked at, I, I saw on the Ryan Rosillo podcast that they talked about, is that um, finals viewership was down. The numbers were down. Yeah, I did hear that. So that's something to really think about. And I mean, the league obviously wants more viewers, so they'll probably let, you know, these stars flock to major market cities just to pump those up. Yeah. I uh, mean, I hope not, bro. Uh, one thing that I'm kind of interested though, I don't know. Cause I don't know anything about TV ratings is how much streaming factors in to the numbers. Yeah. I, I actually, I mean, like I took a class about it um, my freshman year. So like, <laughs> streaming ratings is like kind of separate i'm pretty sure it's been a while since i learned about it but yeah so streaming does definitely fuck up the numbers okay whereas like oh if they're streaming it to espn plus or something they have an estimate of how much that like audience would bring in viewership wise but i mean if we're talking about like illegal streams and stuff like crack streams and whatnot then yeah that stuff definitely screws it all up Okay, then well then it's probably skewed a lot more because in the past five years streaming has gone way up. Yeah, and, and that's they, another thing too, just with all sports viewership, like streaming is just way up in the yeah. past few years. Like during football season, I've cracked streams up on like five different tabs because I'm you know, yeah, I'm watching all the games. So I think I think that probably has a lot <laughs> to do with it on the lower final on the lower viewership numbers for sure. Well, and plus, I mean, it is, you know, the smaller market teams, they, they have a, a smaller that, fan base, but I mean, bro, did you see the Bucks fans, man, outside the arena? There was like 60,000 of them, bro. Going nuts. Dude, going I was nuts. watching the game and my girlfriend was there and she, all she said was like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine having to leave this game in the traffic. And I'm just like, no, you can't, you can't they're think about leaving. the traffic. You just got to celebrate. Like they're not leaving. They're, they're fucking walking home. <laughs> 
or they're either going to a jail cell or that's another option. You know, I mean, We're just sleeping on a park bench, dude. But they ain't leaving. Yeah, dude, that's when was the last time Milwaukee won a championship? It's been a long time. Um, I like, guess Green Bay would Green Bay count? Yeah, because yeah, Green, Green Bay. I don't know how far away from Milwaukee Green Bay is, but that's like it's still that's the like Milwaukee same fandom. football team. Yeah, yeah, it's still the same fandom, it's like the same sure. group for sure. So I guess that would be 2010, so 11 years. Okay, so not that crazy actually, but then People, I feel like before that it'd been, been a while too, unless the Packers had won one. Um, well, I don't think the Brewers. I I don't know if the Brewers have ever won a championship, um, a World Series, and the Bucks has been 50 years since they last won it. So, Dude, that's hey, good for them, bro. I'm yeah. I'm happy to see that man. Giannis really had to come up. He had such a big glow up from that little scrawny boy to now he's. The, cool. freak, the freak in the sheets. Yeah. Video? No, I haven't. Oh, but that was um, so funny. No, he's the ultimate rags of riches story. I mean, you hear the stories of him and how he was a um, a refugee in Greece and then didn't play basketball until he was like what fourteen or something like that. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, how can you not love the guy? Did you did you see uh, the video of him on his Instagram live ordering? exactly 50 chicken nuggets from chick-fil-a yeah and he had the trophy with him he was yeah. like yeah he was talking to the employee he's like can i can i put you on the camera there's 150,000 people yeah after he puts them on he's like <laughs> funniest part is he goes and then large drink half sprite half lemonade no ice yeah <laughs> i tried it today because i was like i wonder if that's any good so i tried it when i got lunch like the and, exact um, drink yeah half sprite half lemonade gas Gas, gas, delicious. I mean, dude, I added ice because lemonade. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I was about to say, dude. Chick Fil A's ice is elite too. It's like top tier ice. Yeah, I don't know how he, how he's getting away with that, but I mean, <laughs> I guess take advantage of all the 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 liquid you can get. I don't know, man. But well, also Chick Fil A's lemonade, bro. It's like kind of pulpy to me. I don't like the pulp in there. Oh, I'm big pulp. I'm big on pulp. Oh, you're a pulp guy. Ew. I oh, I mean, I don't care either way, but I fuck with it. I, I avoid it at all costs. I mean, they're, they're, uh, I don't know why, but Powerade from Chick fil A, it's different. Something about it. McDonald's Powerade's on another level. That's true, too. And their Sprite, especially. A little zap your throat. Yes, sir. Now, but, but anyway. overall, yeah, I was going to say, overall, like, so I, I did find it funny, too, how I saw a clip of uh, there was, you know, videos of LeBron winning the conference finals, Kobe winning the conference finals, and you know, they just have such a calm reaction, straight face. They hardly celebrate. And then you see the Suns, whenever they won the conference finals, they literally did a full-ass parade around town in limousines, like carrying champagne bottles. It was like they won the finals already. So part of me wonders, like, if they jinxed themselves. I mean, you know? Yeah, that was that. I thought that was dumb that they celebrated early like that. It's like, okay, you guys can celebrate on the court. Maybe go out afterwards to yeah. hit the town, and you know, like, cause fuck yeah, you're going to the finals, but don't have a parade. Yeah, exactly. Like that's for you the I mean? winner like, only. That's usually. for the yeah. That's kind of like um, the classic blunder of the Mavs in 06 when they're when they were up and their schedule. Uh, got leaked. There, mm-hmm. I mean, the parade plan got leaked, and then the Heat came back and won. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's kind of I mean, they almost, also had like the trophy coming out too. Yep. So yeah. it's kind of the same energy. Well, that was 
wasn't that Spurs that had that when they're the trophies coming out? Oh, Is I thought that that's Mavs what you did? said. My bad. No, no, I'm talking about when the Mavs. They're um, in 2006. The parade um, route got leaked for Dallas. Oh, I got you now. Yeah, I got and you. Um, and then after that, they lost <laughs> in 06. That's funny. Yeah, that's when I became a Heat fan. So the same, same energy. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, bro, the first time I really watched basketball was like when I was five in like 2005. So like I really liked Dwayne Wade, and then you know once I saw Dwayne Wade in the championship, I was like, okay, yeah, I like Dwayne Wade. I like the Heat. But uh-huh. I mean, that, yeah, I was five year old Ryan. Maybe I would be different if my fandom was decided now, but I'm loyal. Yeah. Well, Jason Terry drained too many threes on 2K. Or whatever um, basketball video game I played as a kid. So, mass fan for life. <laughs> MFFL. Dude, I'm so sad, though, with this series that Chris Paul, 16 years, man. 16 years and no ring to show for it. It's so yeah, sad. You got you to gotta feel for him. You yeah, really like, he's one of the most universally loved NBA players in the league, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. And he's just been, he's been around for so long and he always elevates his team to, to perform better. And so the fact that he hasn't won one just, just kind of sucks. Maybe, I mean, he said he's not retiring. So maybe next year Phoenix comes back, but like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they'll make just, it again. Phoenix is just as easily can never come back. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I think they have a good future. Like, I think they, their future is promising, but maybe not next year. Maybe not the year after that. Might be a few I more mean, years. Who knows? It's, You're right. I mean, who knows? They could. So they hard could, to tell. It's hard to tell when like teams are coming back year in and year out with playoffs of who's going to go to the finals, especially now that hopefully we'll garner away a little bit from the super team era from the same old teams being in it year in and year out. So yeah. maybe yeah, we'll I'm, see a lot more, a lot more new faces every year, which would be neat. That would be, yeah. I mean, who knows, you know, the Suns could next year uh, match up against another injury riddled team, every series of the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could be saying, I mean, we're pretty much, Nets are the favorite right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, But they could just as easily get, in, their big three could get injured. I mean, because Kyrie is honestly pretty injury prone. Um, yeah, well, and he KD, disappears, you know. Yeah, and he, <laughs> yeah. Literally Plays, just uh, disappears. Goes into the rabbit hole for who knows how long. Um, KD has not been, you know, he had that year off, and then he didn't wasn't a hundred percent this year. And James Harden, same for him, I guess, just because he showed up to start of the season fat and out of shape. Maybe that was on purpose, so probably, bro. That was on purpose for sure. Yeah. So he get the hell out of Houston. <laughs> I don't blame him. Wait, speaking um, of KD though, did you see? Uh, did you see KD's comments on Instagram, bro? He's back at it again. Nah, what do you say, dude? Uh, I forgot. I forgot who what post it was under, but it was under something where somebody was like talking about. Uh, like, is this the best title or like series, final series that we've had in like the past decade or something? And then KD basically commented and said 2017 was way better than this series. And people were like uh, talking shit because obviously, you know, he was on the stacked Warriors team. And then KD responds that the Cavs were quote unquote perfectly matched up from top to bottom. Like, bro, you can't be saying that. That was... I, it was just bad, man. But KD Dude. is a social media monster. And KD and LeBron with their fucking egos. LeBron trying to discredit the 
the champion by saying that this is the real, you know, fake championship, which is just probably the biggest bullshit I've ever heard of. That and, is one thing uh, I, I do disagree with LeBron on. And um, and then KD saying that, like, dude, no, this is this is definitely this has been a great finals. It's been a great playoffs. Oh, it's so. one of the best in, in in a while, I think. Probably but, my it's probably my favorite final series since the blocked by James, the three one comeback, you know. 2016. Yeah, I agree. I can agree with that 100%. And then another yeah. thing too is I feel like for some reason though, in five years, we're going to forget about this. I don't know why, but I feel like I feel like a lot of people are going to really discredit this championship because people, for some reason, people don't like to give Giannis his credit. I yeah, mean, but I think he guy, earned it, bro. I think he the, earned it. He, yeah, I mean, but I just feel like for some reason people are still going to try and figure out ways to doubt him. I mean, the, all the guys done the past three years is win two MVPs and then an NBA championship. I feel like he's still not going to be talked about in the way that he should be. You're right. You're right. For one, he's not a shooter and he's, and he's so he's not that fully way, all he's around. Not, yeah. He's not fully all around. So they're going to find ways to discredit him, even though he's the best guy in the paint in the NBA hands down. Um, so mm. I, I, Maybe probably. I mean, uh, who's going to beat him, Joel Embiid? Well, the thing about like that is like best in the paint. Giannis doesn't really post up that much. So I mean, he's the best. He's the best player inside the three point line. I get okay. You're yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, well, I you're right. A lot of people definitely discredit him, and people do seem to find a way, which is it's hard, you know, because he didn't have an all star to help him out. Well, I mean, I guess Chris Middleton was an all-star, but it's like not a newly signed all-star that joined the team just to come and win a couple rings. You know, this was truly built from the ground up. It's a homegrown team, except for they added Drew Holiday. But that, again, is not crazy. That's not crazy at all. It's just an acquisition. Yeah, and and even with that acquisition, Giannis still fucking put the entire team on his back this series. Like, I just – he had half of the team's points, basically, last night. So, like Mm – he it's time to put some respect on his name i've seen people debate where he ranks on their you know top players in the league right now so out of curiosity who is your top five players in the league right now like is Giannis on that top five list yeah absolutely and one of the reasons why i think Giannis is top five too is his defense i mean you saw how many times last how many times last night did you see somebody shy away from the paint and when they're at the basket and they passed it, kicked it out because Giannis' presence was felt. He made DeAndre Ayton look like a fucking baby. Yeah, Ayton looked Ayton like a, a no show. Yeah. He was a no show. He was non-existent because Giannis entered the dude. He had like six so, blocks, bro. Or like yeah, five or insane. six, something insane. So, though. Yeah, Giannis top five, no doubt. That's so stupid. How how about he's pro- top three? Top three, really easy, easy. Okay, that's it. So for me. I have LeBron at number one and KD at number two, which I think those might be interchangeable. Um, I can't. There are people that have been saying LeBron isn't top five anymore, and those people can rot in hell, bro. They're wrong. They're just wrong. I don't know. LeBron said he's not going to be 100% ever in his career again after oh, he said that just so he can win a finals and have a better narrative. But anyway, LeBron one, KD two. I have Luka at number three. That one might be a little bit controversial. I am a big fan of Luca's game. I think he's great. Number four, I got Steph Curry. And then number five is where I have Giannis. I have him in the top five, but right at that number five spot. I think this series, this whole playoffs, though, I, I 
didn't have him in my top five beforehand. I had Kawhi over him, but I think he jumped Kawhi for me. In my yeah, opinion, I think I think so. Um, another thing too to look at is Giannis is twenty six. That's true. That's insane, dude. That's Giannis is twenty six. That's insane, bro. So that's another thing to factor in because he could be I, playing for another decade, bro. Think about that at this level. Yeah, that that is insane. He so literally could already go down as not already, but I mean, by the time it's all said and done, he could, without a doubt, be one of the best players of all time. And LeBron is thirty-seven now, so yeah. Um, I mean, athletes are getting older and older, and ex- their primes are getting more and more extended with modern science. But I mean, Father Time is always going to get his due. Yeah. I mean, the only difference is Brady's been doing it, but Brady's a non-mobile quarterback. LeBron is running up the sprinting court up and nonstop. Down. Yeah. I mean, how much longer is that going to last? Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a different debate, though. Like, how much longer it lasts? I think though, like this past year, this year he's still fine. Like, you know, he's still one of the top. I think he's number one in my opinion. Some people don't, but no, he's I can see why. I can see yeah, why he's people would up there. Yeah, but like, I mean, shit. I think if you. With the right stats and after coming off this NBA Finals win, you could probably make an argument from Giannis for any of the one, two, or three spots. Seriously. I don't think you could say he's the best player in the league. I I think you can't say you're the best player in the league until you can do all of the above. Rebound, defend, run the court, and shoot he does all but shoot that's it that's what he's missing he's if he good. if he could shoot i really think he would be probably the best player in the league yeah just with yeah. his skill set that you're right and you're right that's the only reason why i mean i i didn't say he is i said you could argue it no you're right yeah yeah i i, I definitely see why people would want to put him up there though because and i also wonder how much recency bias plays in it you know because we did he's, just see Giannis go ham so and he was so i mean like dominant yeah Dude, he got every foul call though. Did you like watch that last night? Everything went his way. Everything, yeah. which well, isn't to discredit Giannis, but I mean, he shot more free throws than the entire Suns team. And but also another thing too is he made those free throws last night. Yeah, that was huge. So that was that was huge for them. That's probably the reason that. they won the game. No, seriously. Yeah, probably. Literally, like if he shot his normal, what was it, fifty nine percent from the for the series, they definitely wouldn't have won. So now that looking at this, now that the series is over and the Bucks made that awesome comeback, was this um, the a Bucks win or a Suns choke? Ah, that's a good question. Hmm. I think you could make a case for both. I mean, especially in games five. I will say games three and four was a Suns choke. To me, it seemed like the Suns weren't necessarily in the right mindset. I don't know what it was. I don't know if they were just looking ahead to the celebrations and winning a ring, but when they were up 2-0, they they switched a gear. And so game three and four, I think the Suns lost. That was their fault. But yeah. five and six, the Bucks played their ass off. Bucks won those yeah. games. Game three, they were asleep at the wheel. Yeah, that was rough, dude. That was, that was rough, rough to watch. There's and been a so, few plays, just the Suns, even like last night, there were a few times where I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, what do you, yeah I like, agree. They were... They're in disarray. I mean, game five, both teams played their heart out. The Bucks just played better. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were like game five, they were what, 13 of 19 from three. Yeah, jeez, bro. But then, and they still lost. Like, okay. Like, yeah. The that was, that was Drew Holiday's better. game, though. 
Yeah. So and even like, I mean, imagine if Giannis had shot better free throws, they would have won by more. But yeah, I, it was a great series overall. Just I was very pleased with how it turned out. Even though absolutely. it wasn't the hypest, you know, it wasn't necessarily hype because Suns, Bucks, small teams. But I thought it was cool. I thought it was. It was definitely a nice change of pace. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. All right. Speaking of change in pace, change in pace. Let's change pace from basketball over to some golf, baby. Let's do it. All right. Let's. I want to start by going back to what we were talking about in the uh, in the beginning of the episode about you breaking hundred and everything. So. You mentioned your new driver. I'm in the market for some clubs right now. I need – I don't know what I need to get. Like, legit, so, I just know nothing. <laughs> the first thing you need to buy is new irons, um, 100%. Is get a set of irons. Uh, I recommend steel irons because you can get either steel or graphite. Uh, I recommend steel because steel is a little bit um, – a tiny bit cheaper – and they're better for faster swing speeds, so they're going to treat you a little bit rough at the beginning, but as soon as you kind of get your swing down and get your swing speed up, um, they do play better than graphite. Okay, um, yeah, because I was, I was told like to start with the flexible one like because my swing is slow. I just go – I'd go regular if I were okay. you. I wouldn't go – because ugh, fucking golf clubs are so expensive. You want to get something that you can have for a while when you do yeah. get better. Cause you don't want to go and spend six to eight hundred dollars on a on a set of golf clubs that you outgrow because your game has gotten too good, and so now all of a sudden it's too forgiving and it's like doesn't really match what you your ability. Yeah, I see what you, you mean. Kinda, you want something that's kind of in the middle that you can catch up to it, and by the time five or six years when it's time to get an upgrade, you actually are good and you can get you know the clubs for better golfers. Yeah, and another that's thing like I'm I'm debating too is uh whether I want to buy like a full set because I want to go used obviously like used to start you know they're cheaper um mm-hmm. but I don't know if I should buy like a used full set comes with driver putter irons everything or if I should go separately buy my irons together then like my wedges together and then a yeah, driver that's absolutely what you should do okay so probably what I would um one thing that I do is um I would say go to callawaypreownedgolf.com i bought my driver there um they give out fat deals too so just get, buy a set of irons i use callaway irons i really like them or just get you know just get a set of irons from three to nine and then get a pitching wedge your gap wedge and a sand wedge and then get a putter and then maybe get a th- see i like i want to get like a 52 56 and a 60 i like using those yeah you can get yeah, you can get a set of those. Probably you get a nah, you don't need a three iron. You definitely need four and up. Mm-hmm. Maybe a three wood, but uh, I probably wouldn't use a three it. wood. I'm pretty maybe ass. I have four and five hybrids, but I wish I would have just stuck with the four and five irons when I bought my set. Um and then just, you know, get a good driver, I guess. You know, get a good used driver. Okay, yeah. So that's that would be my recommendation for sure. All right, yeah, and another thing too is, uh, are you? Because we're about the same height, right? You're like six one, uh, five ten. Oh shit! Really? I didn't know I was that much taller. Well, anyway, do I need do I need like longer clubs for that? Because uh, my parents nah. said they were talking to like this guy that works at the club, like a golf galaxy or something, and mm-hmm. that I would I may need to get like extended shafts or whatever. Yeah, you could. Um, fitted clubs are more expensive. Honestly, 
I mean, like, it depends on really how much money you're comfortable with spending because golf can get pretty pricey pretty quick. So, honestly, if I were you, here's what I'd recommend. Is go ahead and bite the bullet and just buy a set of irons that are new. Buy a whole set. It's going to be like 800 bucks. Oh, shit. I can't do that. Okay. Buy <laughs> maybe 600 bucks. But just go ahead and bite the bullet and then buy wedges, putters. I probably, I think I might have a putter line around that I could give you. Um, and then maybe not because they're my grandpa's and that would be kind of, I don't know. Yeah, you're good. My grandma probably wouldn't be able to that. Um, but then, and then just buy a used driver because you can get a driver for like 200 on the cheap. That's a couple of years old. All right. Yeah. That's, I just, um, I kind of have a little bit, I don't know. Sorry. I lost my train of thought, but a little bit of easier path because my parents found an old driver and a hybrid and a three wood in like the claw in my parents' closet. So it used to be my grandpa's, I guess. So I have that and the driver doesn't look too bad. I mean, it has a fat head on it. So it looks See, decent. I had that same mindset when I first started and then I went golfing and I tried playing with it and then it was really really difficult and then i mm. got uh, the i got a lesson and the guy literally picked it up and he swung it and he goes you should look into getting a new driver <laughs> i was like seriously and he goes yeah you're not gonna hit shit with this oh okay I well like, i can uh, maybe i'll send you a picture of it and you'll have a better idea than me okay because yeah my my price range i'm probably trying to spend no more than like around 600 for everything <laughs> so i don't is that even possible um if you want really shitty clubs yeah if you want a really shitty set then yeah go for it <sighs> okay well we'll figure that out that's a i'll cross that bridge when i get there it's because my birthday's on sunday so i'm trying to oh yeah trying to get. Get, if you can just sweet talk everyone in your family to all pitch in for new because that's the thing about when you're asking for golf shit that i figured out your family's more willing to pitch fork over just a little bit more because you can go Cause you can be like, Oh, it's good for business. I want to use it for business. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what true. I did. I was like, I really want to get into it. Cause it's great for making business. I'm going to make so much money. If you guys just buy me these clubs. Yeah, it's, it's an investment, I, mom. It's an investment. Come on. It is an investment. Cause now I'm going to fucking kind of, I don't know. I don't know so, if I'm ever going to even be in the business world to play golf. We'll see. I mean, Hey, you never know. GTD sports could play, blow up. Every business plays golf. Yeah. Next we'll be, we'll be on the golf course discussing uh GTD sponsorships. There we go. <laughs> All right, now but now some real golf. Fuck uh, our amateur shit. The British Open, Colin Murakawa. Uh, How are we feeling about I'm that? Let me correct you real quick. It's it's the Open or the Open Championship. It's not the British Open. Well, it is the British Open. No, nah, it's, it's it's called the Open. I know, but it's the British. It's don't the, call it that. They, I mean, I'm they just get saying, mad. They get mad. Bro, I, it was literally in headlines, like on Yahoo Sports and stuff. Like they yeah, called it the that. British Open. Why they got mad? At, they got mad. I don't know. They get mad. Okay, who's they? They got on the, who's they got, they? the fucking British people. <laughs> what? I'm serious. No way. I thought you were I gonna say to like God. the golf, the people that run the PGA or the some golfing shit. people. Yeah, the golfing people get mad too. The more cow called it the British Open in his acceptance speech, and people were giving shit on it on Twitter. Well, shit, it's bro. The open I, made, championship. I made an Instagram post calling it the British Open. Damn. Uh, I mean, I don't think people really care, but I'm just no, saying, you yeah. know, that's it's, it's, it's okay. Open. So. The Open, Colin Murakawa won it. He is now the first player since Tiger Woods to win both the PGA Championship and the Open before age 25, which is some pretty elite company. I didn't realize he was that good, like that young already. So, well, 
With him, dude, his irons are just so good. Really? He's, he's probably the best iron player in the tour right now. Um, and it's crazy to think, too, is because – and he won the, the Open on a Lynx golf. Do you, do you know the difference between, like, normal golf and Lynx golf? Mm-mm. So go ahead and look up Lynx golf and just share it to the screen real quick because you'll see. Uh, Lynx courses are a lot closer together, and it's kind of a different style of play. Um, I don't know. I've never played it myself, so I, I can't really say how much different it is, but I know it's it's significantly different because he talked about how he had to change his game up a little bit to um, uh, accommodate to Lynx Golf. So is that's really brand? impressive. The brand? No. Yeah, the brand no, Lynx? No. no, 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 no. It's it's a type of course. How do you spell it? L-I-N-K-S. So oh, Lynx Golf was, Courses. Okay, see, I was... Uh... For some reason, I was thinking uh, links like, the, like, uh, like L Y and X or something. Yeah, the cat. Yeah. Um. So that was really impressive. He's. I hope he. I really like him. I hope he keeps on winning championships. So good for him. Um. Yeah. So if you look, pull up that one. Um, Which one? Just the bottom right there. Bottom right here. Yeah. So okay. you see how those are all right next to each other. Okay, yeah. So in a normal golf course, you'd have, you know, every now and then some whole, some fairways will be next to each other. But on that one, they're all squished in. Okay. So that's that's why it's different. Like, you could easily, like, if you have an errant tee shot, you could very easily hit it onto the green of one of the, like, if you're on hole one, errant tee shot goes on the green of hole 13. <laughs> okay. Like, it's, that's interesting. It's yeah. It's just a different type of course setup. It's uh, I think it's more popular in and over there in the the British people, the, Br- in but the British so, people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But yeah, so, but that closes out, and that's that's it for majors of 2021. And I think so far, or I think in review, it's been a really awesome major season. Yeah, this has been the most I've paid attention uh, to golf in my life. So I've, I've enjoyed it so far. I, I didn't watch everything. I watched, uh, the end of the open and I watched the masters. So I think I got a decent chunk of uh, golf experience in there now. Yeah. And I think, um, I'm really excited for next year just to see, because I feel like we have a lot of, um, young talent mixed with old talent right now. Um, in terms of like, more cow uh, speed is speed is back. That's one thing we've learned from these. Yeah, guys. He didn't win around. any, but he's back. He's yeah, back he, in contention because there's years after he blew the masters. I mean, that he just was nowhere near what he was, but now he's, I mean, he could have golf is just a way. Like if, if more had a couple of bad shots, speed could have won that tournament. Yeah. And so, and um, another guy to look forward to next year is John Rom. John Rahm is a force to be reckoned with. He is on fucking fire. Uh, he won the U.S. Open. He probably could have won the Open if he didn't have a bad Thursday. Yeah, did he finish he third? He finished third or tied for third. Right, okay, yeah. He had a bad Thursday is the only reason why he won- didn't win the Open, which is insane to think about. Yeah, um, every other day he was on pace to win or would have been yeah. if he would kept it up on Thursday. Yep, and then – um, Phil Mickelson got another one in the bag. That was awesome at the PGA championship. That'll be remembered for forever. I think, um, people surrounding Phil Mickelson on the 18th green will probably be one of my favorite sports memories for a long time now. 
dude yeah that was really cool i think that was awesome yeah, even just all sports fans because i mean if even if you're not a golf guy you know who phil mickelson is you know he's mm-hmm. a household name so that was really cool to see he's he's also one of those universally loved guys i mean i don't I don't see anybody that has any issues with yeah. Phil Mickelson. Everyone loves Phil Mickelson because also he's a clown too. Yeah, he's funny, gig, dude. Hitting bombs. Um, hellacious seeds. Hellacious seeds. And then the Masters. The Masters was kind of boring, but like I thought it was really cool for the country of Japan to get their first uh, Masters winner. In, or maybe it might have been major winner. It, it may have been major. I think it was. Can't remember. Um Certainly the so first was, Masters, though. Bowing down to the course is probably going to be seen at the ma- in Masters highlights for the next 50 years. Yeah. Because um, that, that was, was fucking awesome. That, that was really yeah, cool. His caddy. Uh, and then one other thing to think about, too, going into next year is what the hell happened to Dustin Johnson? Dude, yeah, he's just fallen off. Because, like, whenever I first started, like, you know, trying to keep up with the tournaments and stuff like that, Dustin Johnson was the favorite for every tournament. Like every single week he was the favorite. But then now he's kind of ass poo poo. I don't know what's happened. He's been having a hard time making cuts and everything. So a lot of yeah. things to look forward to for next. I mean, golf isn't over. We're still going to see golf at the Olympics. And yeah. So like what other so, tournaments are there like for the rest of 2021? Like other than the Olympics, of course, like past so that. The 3M tournament is either the week before Olympics or the week after Olympics. Can't remember. And then, um, well, I guess because I don't I was know. Say if, Olympics would be this week, so. Well, maybe it's for two weeks. So they might do it squished in the middle. I don't know. I haven't looked at the schedule hardcore. Um, but a lot of guys will be playing. But then there also might be another tournament that week too, because PGA will have multiple tournaments sometimes. Um, and then there's like uh, they'll do like if you, like the how it's the FedEx Tour. Hmm. They'll have like the FedEx championship and like um kind of like to to round up all like the FedEx cup points stuff. Okay. Because they want to have like a winner for the season. But I don't think I don't know how much golfers actually care about winning the FedEx tour. I don't know how much money you get. It's not really they don't really talk about it that much. They just talk about winning majors, honestly. Yeah, so there's only four majors a year, right? Yeah. It's the open, the PGA championship, the masters, and what's the last one? US Open. U.S. Open, yeah, okay, I knew that, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I never really, like, put that together until this year, you know, like, the difference, really, between, like, the majors and the, the rest of the tournaments. Mm-hmm. It's just I more like of it. a spotlight. It's yeah. Guys guys try a lot more. They want to win it a whole lot more. You get your name in the record books a whole lot quicker. Yeah. Um, and they have, like, a normal – um winner in a normal championship will win like anywhere between like eight hundred thousand to one a million 1.2 million one for major championships you win two million and second place gets a million so that's sick <laughs> yeah Holy fuck golfers make a lot of money well i was just about to ask though like how much do you think a golfer that doesn't place makes you know what i mean like a golfer that makes the cut but doesn't really he's not in the running ever so I think those guys, like, if you make the cut, you get like ten grand or something like that. I think. Oh shit! Okay, well, you get you get like a you get a piece of the pie. That's for sure. Well, because I mean, how many tournaments a year are there? There's like what, probably like, like fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, there's probably more it, than that. It won't tell me. Or every year, they're forty probably. 
Yeah, because sometimes shit, they'll yeah. have two, two in a in a given week. Well, I mean, actually, if you think about it, though, even 40 40 tournaments, you know, you make the cut every time, 10,000, you're making 400,000 a year. I mean, that's a good that's a good living by all means. But like, you know, in terms of professional athletes, 400,000 isn't necessarily crazy. But I guess you got sponsorships, uh, you know, deals like that, you know, appearances and whatnot. Well, for a lot of guys that can't make the that have a real hard time when they're first getting into it and making the tour, they have to really rely on the uh, sponsorship money to get them through. And a lot of guys don't make it because those first years when they're competing against those guys in a lot tougher courses, they can't, um, they, they, they're in the red a lot of times. Yeah. And they're like having to beg people to sponsor them to go to all these tournaments. Cause my, one of my mom's ex-boyfriends was on the PGA for a short amount of time. And then mm-hmm. he just couldn't, couldn't do it. Cause those guys are so good. Dude, I mean, but, they are. They're next level. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've, I've heard that um, for golfers are the best at their sport, have the biggest gap in any other sport and talent-wise um, than, like, basketball or football or anything. Like, compared like, to amateurs? Compared to, like, the normal average golfer. Like, they're that much, they're that much better than everyone else. Yeah, I could sport. totally see that. Yeah. I definitely believe that. How does – uh? How's, how's golf going to work in the Olympics? Like, is it just a normal kind of tournament with every yeah, it's a normal tournament? Okay. Struck just play. People just represent their country then individually. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I saw, be dope. I know it's weird because the uh, torch ceremony is Friday, but the women's soccer Olympics has already started. Like the U- United yeah. States played a game the other day. Yeah. And they lost. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, guess, I guess um uh, they're just getting like the group play out of the way i don't know because maybe they want to like um maybe they have like they they want it to be more of a like actual tournament kind of like the uefa and stuff but it would they couldn't fit all of it in that two weeks that they have everything so the know. uefa it's so funny what is it? how's it what is it? what do you call it? oh it's, it's called the euro yeah <laughs> It's, no, it's just funny. Um, yeah, that makes sense, though. I, I get that, I guess. But I mean, now that we're on the Olympics, let's talk about the Olympics, bro. I'm hype. I I haven't don't remember the last time I watched the torch ceremony, so I'm gonna try and watch it this time. If you don't, if you don't bet the over on U.S. gold, you're not an American, dude. What is it? It's like forty six and a half, right? Forty six and a half was the last time I looked at it. All right, let's see how many gold medals does the U.S. average each olympics let's see let's see if this is a just so the united states has been largely consistent in its medal count year to year bringing home roughly 30 to 40 medals each summer games oh that's tight well that's tough. we've added a we've added a bunch more you're right um, you're right like like uh we've added skateboarding we're gonna nigel houston's gonna take gold in that um because i'm pretty sure he's the best skateboarder in the world right now uh, we've added like golf. Hopefully, we can get a golf guy. Hopefully, Bryce. I don't know because Bryson DeChambeau is representing U.S. in golf, and like, how many people American... represent the Americans? So we have four Americans, and it kind of depends on like, it's weird how they do it. So it's a little bit based off world ranking, and then some countries get four. Um, we get we got four. I think maybe. Um, England got four, um, but then a lot of other countries got two, and then some of the smaller countries that don't have that many good golfers got like one. 
Well, it's, it's so. kind of interesting that they're, you know, that just thinking about golf being the Olympics because it's really not that much of a difference. I mean, there's already national, you know, golfers from all over the place playing in these tournaments. So also uh, I looked it up and the United States finished with exactly 46 medals in 2016, gold medals, that is. So right, we up. We got this. We got it. We, we got to ride the over, dude. Take the over. Yeah. It'll make it more exciting. I want to find some more Olympic like props to bet or something. I don't. I haven't seen much on our book. I'm gonna go ham if there is. Yeah, hopefully. I don't, dude. I want to see some like prop bets for like the torch ceremony or something. Like over under, how long is the run gonna be? You know. Like, <laughs> I want some of that um, to make it more fun. I don't know. I want some. I want some Katie Ledecky swimming prop bets. Give me. I don't know. Give me like your handball prop bets. Definitely ping pong, hundred percent. Oh, hundred um, percent, dude. Some beach volleyball over unders or some shit. Oh, beach volleyball. Well, the score is always the same, so. Well, you never uh, no, not oh, necessarily only the. Yeah. Oh, I guess they go to overtime a lot. Well, it's always yeah. the twenty-one, and then win by the two. the winning team is the twenty-one. So, like, I mean, maybe combined <laughs> points. I don't know how betting on volleyball works. <laughs> I've never done it. Yeah, um, I don't even know if that's a thing. I guess just, I, I don't know. I'd stick to money line bets on beach volleyball. Um, I've never bet on it, so this will be my first time. I'm excited. And then, what other relevant sport do I want to bet on? Definitely mountain biking. Mountain biking. Mountain bike, I want to do some tracks, bro. Some like sprints and track. Yeah, we're, we're fi- uh two the two Americans for the hundred meter dash are favored. Really? Yeah, I can't remember their names, but they're favored. Is one of them still Tyson Gay? Is that? Is he still running? No. Okay, that was a while ago, probably. Yeah. It's just no nobody cares anymore because Shikari Richardson isn't running. For Fucking sure. Hashtag let her run. Um. And then, what else? What are the what are the big like the decathlon? I don't know if an American's favorite in the decathlon. I like watching um, shit like that and like the triathlon. Oh, yeah. and stuff. I watch. I'm like I watch every single fucking sport that's the Olympics. <laughs> I go. It's on the TV. And my eyes are glued. I don't know what it is. It's it's mine. It's my thing. What about I like cycling, every four, every four years. Oh, like the ones that's in the in the inside yeah. the arena. Yeah, and they're going like fucking eighty miles an hour an hour, dude. Yeah, it's electric, me? bro. I might put a honey. I might put a hundred on it. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. I want to ride one of those bikes so bad. They look so much fun, dude. They look so much fun. They are yeah. hauling ass, dude. Exactly. Um, Oh, it's uh, kind of like oh, I'm thinking of winter sports now. I was about to say yeah, the Winter Olympics with the um, I like the the figure skating race that they do, the ice skating race. Oh yeah, yeah, Winter Olympics. But we're in the summer games, which are better. Um, Definitely basketball, Team USA. Oh yeah, speaking of Team we'll USA, we're we'll gonna yeah. shit together. I was just about to say, are you nervous at all? You know, we had two exhibition losses, Nigeria and Australia. Oh. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not either, honestly. I mean, um, if you look at it, the U.S. has lost before that. They had lost two exhibition games like ever. So and now they lost two in the last like two weeks, which is kind of crazy. But at the same time, the, the U.S. is just so much better. They're just so much better than everybody else. It's yeah. not even a competition. I mean, maybe if there was a Team USA versus Team World situation going on. That would be, be different. different. Yeah. But Team USA versus like Team Estonia and Team Spain and fucking Team Italy. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Team Spain is usually one of the better ones, but 
still even compared to the u.s they're not that great did you see um trey young what he tweeted the other day no so he posted that clip from the jordan last dance documentary it was of i forgot who it was i think it was dr j yeah yeah he was like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right, Isaiah Thomas. And he was like, I, I had the qualifications to meet the criteria, but I wasn't selected. And so Trey Young just tweeted that video with like a sad emoji and, and the American flag next to it. So, I mean, I feel bad for Trey because, you know, he's right. I mean, I think he has the qualifications to be on that team. I think I don't necessarily know if I would say he's a top 15 player in the league, probably, most likely. But at the same time, if Keldon Johnson and Jamari Grant or Jeremy Grant can both get called up, then I think Trey Young should be playing there. Uh, he'll get his turn next time. I'm not too worried. Oh, well, next time, yeah. But I mean, like, shit, it's kind of a bummer to miss out on the Olympics. Well, hopefully that'll fuel him and he can be even better. That's true. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not worried though about the basketball basketball team. They'll nah. be fine. So they'll get the gold. But- Two weeks of full-on sports. Maybe some speed walking will be will be bet upon. Um, yeah, how long is it? When is the last day of the Olympics? Like, how long is it? It's like two weeks, two full weeks. Really? That's it? Yeah. I thought it was like a month almost. Nah, but they're like ch- there's shit going on all day, every day. Yeah, it just runs just over two weeks. Closing ceremony on August 8th. Wow, okay. Damn, that's kind of sad, man. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I'm gonna enjoy it. Are you gonna be watching the events live or the reruns, dude? Because this shit's in Japan. Like the timing is gonna be, it's gonna be like 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. for all of our live events. Um, I don't know. I just well, I'll watch whatever's on the fucking TV. Honestly. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, I just hate then, like seeing spoiler tweets or something with like who won the event and then watching it. Oh really? I'll just stay off Twitter then. Yeah, that's probably the move. And. Um, trying to think what else? Oh, Japan though. It's having a really tough time with COVID. So that's, yeah. That up the Olympics. Yeah. There's been 71 cases like in Olympic village and shit, which is kind of a lot, dude. I mean, Oh, I remember too. You're the one that told me about this a while ago that, uh, Olympic village is like a fuck fest, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So they designed the beds this year in Olympic village. They're literally made out of cardboard and they're designed to collapse when there's the weight of more than one person. So, like, they know, dude. They know. I don't know what they're trying they to that, get at here. They did that. Well, because of COVID, they don't want people, you know. Yeah, that's meeting. true, I guess. Bro, I want to get on. I want to get I want to get Tinder Gold and put it right on Olympic Village. <laughs> and see what comes up. See what's, just see what's going down. I might even be interested in guys and girls. That dude, time. hey, man, if it's Olympic For, jeans, bro. Just for just for that one like hour and a half that I fuck around on, just swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. Yeah, dude. I saw one. Uh, I forgot what sport it was, but an athlete was interviewed and asked about the sleeping situation, and he said the beds will hold up. Trust me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so my yes, boy's fucking already. Like he's what already a dog, good. dude. That's what I'm saying, what bro. A That's dog. a W. I mean, there's you know. There's other, there's ways to get around it. Oh, there's sure. I mean there's a floor. There's a floor. Oh Who my cares? god, I I'm definitely like debating to get Tinder, Tinder gold just to see like what Olympic athletes I can see on Tinder 
and then see on TV. Yeah, hey man, you never know. What if you get a match? Bruh. Katie Ledecky, swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> Ledecky, I'd super like her. I don't even know Bikini. if she's still swimming. Nah, she's she's only 24. Really? Yeah, bro. She started she's her first Olympics when she was 16. That's wild, bro. Yeah, but we're done with our lives. That yeah, that makes me feel like shit every time, dude. Same thing with like Missy Franklin a while ago. Missy Franklin was like that beast of an 18-year-old at the Olympics. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she kind of but she kind of fell off though after that. She hasn't really been as good lately. That was my whole thing with um what was that chick who was the girl who's really good for the little league world series? She's really good at pitching. Oh, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. I hated her because I was like 16 at the time, and I was like, dude, I was like playing high school baseball. I'm like, this fucking bitch is better than me at baseball. Like, Quit <laughs> giving her all this goddamn screen time. She's 13 and can throw like 65. I can barely throw 60. Yeah. Like, you know, like, what is this? It just makes um, me feel like shit. Oh, and she would say shit like, oh, I throw my curveball like Clayton Kershaw. Like, no, you fucking don't. You don't even know how to do that yet. Like, yeah, like, uh, but. Uh, anyway, back to the Olympics. Um, oh, that's funny. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't really have much else to talk on the Olympics. I'm just yeah. excited, excited for some degenerate gambling. Very excited. Very excited. All right, um, I'm ready for it. It's the time. I've been waiting for this all episode. Let's talk about Space Jam Two. So, <laughs> if you're listening and you haven't seen the movie, honestly. There, it's Spoiler Space Jam. Alert. There's really no major spoilers because you know the plot line. It's fucking Space Jam. But spoiler alert if you don't want to know anything about the movie. So I loved it. And I'm going to let you go first, right? I want I want to hear what you have to say because I have a list of arguments. I know you took some notes and whatnot. I want to hear right. your thoughts. I'm going to um, give it back to you. And so everything that you say that you like about it, I'm going to tell you why that you're wrong. Okay. The reason why you shouldn't like it. Well, that's um, kind of unfair that you, you're setting it I'm, up every time. I'm, I'm dissecting you. I'm dissecting the reason why nobody should like this. Okay. And then I'll, I'll counter. Like I'll counter. Okay. Yeah. yeah sure. We'll counter. We'll go off. So give me the number one reason why you like this movie. Number. Okay. Well, I mean, that's hard to like, just put it like concrete. Okay. Give, number me, one reason. give me, give me, give me a reason why you like this movie. So a reason I like this movie, bro, was because I thought the entire concept of the Warner Brothers serververse was dope. Okay. I thought it was That's, sick. It was one big gigantic fucking ad for Warner Brothers. Okay, so the entire <laughs> the entire plot of the movie was to get kids to watch more Warner Bros. material. It was to get them to grow up to watch, go ahead and watch all the DC movies. And one of the things that really pissed me off is like, oh, you shouldn't like this movie. It was for kids. That's wrong for three. Like, don't be mad because it sucked. It's for kids. That's wrong for three reasons. Number one, they included shit in there like Game of Thrones. They had, you know, one of the Looney Tunes characters dressed up as Daenerys Targaryen riding on the dragon. Game of Thrones is the farthest fucking thing from a kid's show. So if you Dude, but you can kid, throw it, you throw in adult references to kids shows all the time. People do that all the time. That's exactly. So then they should have made the, 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 the they should have made the movie better because they know adults were watching it. What? That doesn't make any sense. It's still a PG no, movie, bro. Do you expect no, them to make it? No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying that they make it like more catered towards adults. I'm just saying it, make it not retarded because that movie was retarded. Dude, I thought it was sick. Okay. You can say it's an ad all you want. Okay. 
But it wasn't, bro. It was it's synergy, man. It's synergy. Disney yeah. is the king of it, all right? Disney does it with literally every single product they ever release, every movie, every show, everything. So with the Warner Brothers thing, like there's scenes, you know, in the serververse, they're flying by Harry Potter world and they fly by Matrix world and stuff like that. Do you not like Harry Potter? Do you not like Matrix? Was that not cool yeah, to see? I like yes, I like that. And okay. but like it just felt forced. It, not felt really forced. though. It, you know, it's Space it, Jam, right? Listen, it's Space Jam. So last time was actually in space. It was actually with aliens. This time there was no aliens. So space was the server verse. And what other planets are you gonna have on a Warner? I thought it was a very, very unique idea. Like a, a server verse inside of a Warner Brothers studio computer. I, I thought it was sick. I loved seeing Game of Thrones in there. I loved seeing King Kong in the fans, like one of the fans. I thought that was awesome. I don't, I mean, I get why you think it's an ad because, yes, it is promoting you to watch other Warner Brothers content. But that's kind of why I liked it because I love Warner Brothers characters. Okay. But then, too, like when they're going throughout the server verse and they're getting all the characters and stuff. I was like, dude, this is basically a ripoff of the in-game plot. Yeah, I, felt, I got I got huge in-game vibes from it. I'm like, the fucking Avengers did this two years ago. Yeah, no, I could see that. It was a little bit like that. But again, I thought it was kind of neat to see like the Looney Tunes intertwined with those other, you know, other shows and everything like that. Um, and then another reason why I don't like the argument against kids, like, um, it was cheesy and bad, but you shouldn't hate on it because it was kid movie argument because uh three um i watch a lot of kid movies i have a six-year-old cousin that i watch movies with and there's a lot of kid movies that i enjoy so like that should be no excuse for this movie being trash i just i really didn't see how it was trash i think the reason people think it's trash i think the reason is because one people are obsessed with everything vintage, people are obsessed with everything old school throwback, like, oh, it was way better back in the day, because that's what's cool now for some reason. But it's literally, if you look at, I mean, technology is one thing, right? The graphics are extremely better. The CGI is extremely better. The everything, like, just visually is way better. So I'm going to, I so I watched the first page jam because I was like, of course, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that the first Space Jam was a piece of cinematic history. It was a it was, fucking kid's movie. I mean, first Space Jam is so much better than Space Jam 2. You're because, wrong. You're so wrong. Continue, continue. Because, Go ahead. Okay. The Space Jam actually has a plot. It's a wacky plot, but it's a plot. Because one of the things that Space Jam 2 doesn't do is that it doesn't have a reason why things are happening. You know, in Space Jam 1 something would happen. Therefore another thing would happen. It's the basis of storytelling in any medium whatsoever. Well, it's this there. Hold up. It's this, therefore this. So like something would happen. And because of that, something else in the movie would happen. But in space jam two, it was like, this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens. And it had no explanation for what it was. It was just fucking stupid. So what is your, what is your, your reason then for space jam one? What was the reason for everything to happen? It would, they would have it like, you know, so the Looney Tunes were challenged to a game of basketball because the fucking aliens were short. And so then, therefore, the aliens got bigger by stealing talent from Charles Barkley and shit. And then, therefore, they went up and were big. So then, therefore, 
the Looney Tunes needed Michael Jordan to beat them. All right, ready? With, all right. With the other thing. I'm going to blow your mind. All right, so LeBron James got challenged to a game of basketball. So, therefore, he needed a team. So, therefore. But why did he get challenged to basketball? Because the. the why did the uh, server Why did the server guy want him? He wanted to. He wanted to beat him in his own he, game. Because it was because the whole thing was about his son's video game. So he was teaming up with LeBron's son to like go against LeBron. And he was basically he knew that it would be a cheat because he had access to all the cheat codes within the video game. So that's why he challenged LeBron, because he could cheat the video game with the code and everything. So he challenged LeBron. I also thought the whole thing with LeBron and his fake son was kind of weird. You're that is one thing I will agree with. I I thought that was was very forced. very cringy um especially like yeah cried. michael jordan had uh, michael jordan had fake kids in space jam one but like they weren't really a huge part of the movie they were just kind of like they're like oh, there yeah, were one scene kids. one scene yeah yeah and that was like his whole movie was confounded on the real life lebron james with this fake son i'm like that's just a little awkward i did think the part with the son was weird uh and also the fact like that's got to be weird being lebron's family watching it because like that wasn't his wife either and they had like no. moments, you know, like they had moments in the movie. Yeah. 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 That is, I agree with you. That part of it was weird. But overall, I think just, I think people were expecting too much. And I, I, I also, wasn't, but I was just dumbfounded about how bad that movie was. Dude, but it, I mean, if you watch Space Jam 1, it is really not a good movie either. Like compared to, no, I enjoyed it so much. More I, I don't it. see it. I really, they're so, they're so similar in that sense. Like in terms of plot lines and everything. And I think also this movie was going to get a lot more hate too because it's LeBron. You know, LeBron is just okay. more controversial. One of the things that I thought was hilarious about this is um, a lot of the reasoning that the actor LeBron went through is something that he would never do in real life. Um, kind of like he said he wouldn't want to act in the movie for Warner Bros and the pitch scene because it would take away his time from the game. Yeah. When he's literally in the movie taking away time from the game. No, yeah. When they asked him if he was going to join the Olympics, he said, nah, I'm going to face the goon squad. <laughs> like, like, dude, do you not realize how oxymoron um, the most yeah, realistic, yeah, I get that. the most believable acting LeBron did in the whole movie is that scene where he argued with the ref. Um, <laughs> okay, if we want to talk about acting, though. Michael I, Jordan was such a better, better actor than LeBron. Are you serious? Swear to God, hands down, bro. LeBron was, was so bad. Jordan, not only I that, wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say Jordan acted, bro. I would just say that Jordan read things in a monotone expression. He literally, this was him. Hey guys, what are we doing with the Looney Tunes? You need me to no, play basketball? No, no, guys. No, I don't have my shoes. Selected, bro. Dude, no, LeBron, he's so much better. LeBron no. was like cringy. LeBron was cringy. It's 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 Looney Tunes, bro. It's gonna be no, cringy. But, He's a basketball okay. player. No, Looney Tunes are not cringy. Looney Tunes were the best part of the movie. Well, okay, you know what I mean. It's a it's a kids movie cartoon. It's gonna be corny, like cr- cringy jokes and stuff. That's part of it, bro. But LeBron, there was emotion in his acting, even also, though it wasn't good acting. It wasn't okay. good. It was just no. better than Jordan's. There was emotion. Jordan literally and just fucking sat there. One of the things too that I thought was really funny is how he lit up like a little kid when he thought Michael Jordan was going to come in and help him and save him because he needed help. Like, up oh, there you go. The fraud at it again, needing help. Oh my God, bro. Dude, Whatever. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And then another <sighs> thing too is that, um, God, what was I going to say about his acting? 
Um, I thought it was way better than Jordan's. I, I thought no. it wasn't even close. So bad. Dude, uh, it was, oh, and bad acting. That, the acting outside of LeBron, too, was like all the acting was bad. Even Don Cheadle's character was bad acting. Really? I liked Don Cheadle. I liked his character. Dude, he, was t- he was not a good actor in that movie. I, and I liked Don Cheadle a lot. There were, there were a few like, scenes, though, that were cringy, like with Don Cheadle. You're right. Very but much overall, so. I thought like, he did okay. Looking at the, the characters outside, the real characters outside of LeBron, I mean, Jordan, and the first one, Bill Murray was excellent in it. And the oh, yeah. annoying, like, assistant guy was excellent in it as well. So, like, just all around, like, every single aspect that you can compare him to, Space Jam 1 was better. I, I just, again, I think it's because people aren't willing to admit the new school is better than the old school. I think. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's I, I looking at it from a purely unbiased perspective. I, I agree with you. I, I think the supporting I, cast in the first movie, the supporting cast was much better. It was much more entertaining. I also like the fact that Charles Barkley played a significant role. Um, Muggsy Bogues had a few lines. Uh, Patrick Ewing had a few lines too. Like, other NBA players, same with Larry Bird. Larry Bird was even golfing with them whenever he got sucked into the right. hole. But I wish I wish we saw more lines from Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Like, I wish we saw that. That would have been cool. I don't know. I mean, another thing, too, is that the movie was two hours long, and it still felt rush. Like, the scene where they started the game was like, oh, shit, like, the, the game is starting already? Like, they didn't really lead up to it. Uh, that's kind of how the yeah, first one is, too, Everything's – nah, because the – I mean, like a little bit, but not as bad. Like I, I don't know. I just, I really, I guess we're just gonna have to agree to disagree because I really Casey. don't see it. I, I just, I um, don't see how the first one's better. Let's see. But I did. I went in the movie like looking forward to it. With I didn't come to it looking to shit on it. Like okay. I was looking to enjoy it. I was like, oh, I'm really gonna like this movie. And then 20 minutes in, I was like, oh god damn it. Dude, I thought it was awesome, bro. I don't the only know. part, the only part that I laughed at was when LeBron landed in Looney Tunes World, and then he landed his Nike swoosh. <laughs> oh, that was pretty cool, yeah. But even that was an ad. I mean, yeah, kinda. I like the Everything part where was an ad. I like the part where he came out um, of halftime during the game, and they're all doing like the dance, like getting hype and stuff. And then he like stops and he does his face or whatever that yeah. big LeBron smile face is. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I will say though that LeBron's intro was better than Jordan's intro. The opening not credits, the song. not the song. The opening credits, the highlight reel was better, but not the song. That was, dude. That was, I was so hyped whenever we like it first started playing because it, it's like it's like exactly how they did the first intro with like yeah. Jordan's highlights. And no, everything. that was that that part was good, and the, yeah. I liked how they added some of his most iconic quotes, like um, "I'm not gonna shut up and dribble," and then like taking my talents to South Beach and yeah, shit, like that. I was like, all right, this is cool. It was very but, well like, done. Yeah, that part was pretty good. I will the admit, music, the music was so bad in this movie, though. Can we agree on? I didn't that? really pay attention to it as much. Just every any song that they played, because they made a bunch of original music. Like they got rappers to come in, and it was. Oh, okay. Well, I will. I will agree with you on that. Then the bad. original Space Jam song is is king. That's OG shit. <laughs> but another thing, I'll agree. The only reason, the only thing I will say that the first movie was better on than the second movie is Lola Bunny. That's all I got to say, Lola Bunny. This it was a disgrace. There was no Dude. crop top, there was no slow-mo turned around booty shots of her walking away. There was no flirting with Bugs Bunny. I don't know, man. There, it was just it was missing something. It wasn't the same. I don't know. And Bugs Bunny never kissed LeBron. Bugs Bunny kissed Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Head of his time. Head of its time. 
Whatever, bro. You know, uh, LeBron didn't need any secret stuff at halftime to win. Just yeah, saying. but he got he he lit up like a fucking Christmas tree when he thought Michael Jordan was gonna bail him out at, at halftime. Dude, would you not and, light up like and, a Christmas tree if you thought Michael Jordan was coming? Not if I was the greatest player of all time. Like, he oh, shut up, bro. Dude. And and also, LeBron wasn't even the MVP of the game. It was Wiley Coyote. You're right, though. Wiley Coyote had like Wiley, Wiley Coyote <laughs> came fucking clutch. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was kind of clutch. But if you think about it. It wasn't real basketball, LeBron though. Even, LeBron couldn't even stretch. He had, to get, he had to get a little extra boost pad from the sun. He had to get a little... little, little well, I mean, that was the remake. Move. That was the remake of it, you know? They can't do the same thing. You want him, you want <laughs> no, him to do no. the same thing in the, in the movie? No. Yes. <laughs> Make it the same as it was. It was good. Honestly, it worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did. I wouldn't have been I would have been too upset, honestly, if they had like just recreated a couple things, like, exactly. I thought it was funny how they were like, um, when Bugs was like, "How do I get? How do we? Um, when do we ever have a chance to play with one of the greatest basketball players of all time?" And Lola was like, mm, "Yeah, it's been like, there, done that." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> yeah, right. Like whenever he first saw LeBron, he was like, "So you want like you world renowned basketball talent want me, a silly cartoon character, to help you in a game of basketball?" And then he turns to the camera. He's like, "That sounds familiar." <laughs> Yeah. So there were a yeah. few bits and pieces that were great, but I can't believe you Looney, think it's bad, dude. I thought it was bad. Yeah, I can't believe I it. it was bad. I, I thought I, it was amazing. I just, I just think I just didn't like all the corporate. Like, I feel like if they just left it alone and try to make it its own movie instead of a gigantic ad for the company itself, then because I felt like it didn't have a soul. The movie didn't have a soul because it was just trying to shell out fucking money. You know what I mean? Ooh, like Space yeah. Jam One had a, that movie had a soul. You know, I get what had, you mean, kind of, but like, how else were they going to make it space? You know what I mean? Because Jordan played I against mean, the aliens, so how were they going to make it space? I don't know. I mean, they could have done it without all the. I don't know. They could have done it differently, is what I'm saying. I don't they, know. They probably could've. how they could have, but they they purposely they purposefully set it up to where they're just spoon feeding us fucking ads. I, I, I see, I but that's I loved that. You know, I I liked seeing all of it. it I just cool. felt like I was trying to be I was trying to be sold something when I was just trying to watch a movie. I like that scene too. LeBron comes back and on I the like, spaceship. He's like, "Oh, Hufflepuff! I knew it!" Like, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. Nah, I, it's just kind of like I don't know. We can agree to this. And I already like I already like most of those movies that they were trying to get me to watch. Anyway, I've seen most of them, so it was just like, ugh, I don't know. Being spoon, like I said, just being spoon fed an ad, and that's you know that's LeBron for you, dude. He's just greedy and oh, shut up. He's just he's a he's it's the mercenary mentality. Whatever, dude. He's greedy, man, Mister. I promise. School the the kid from Akron, bro. What are you talking about? He's greedy. He's greedy. He's greedy. He's he's, dude. It's it's mercenary money. It's it's all it was. Much for charity and shit. I'm just saying, the player LeBron. The player, Whatever, dude. It's very. Oh, okay. Well, a lot of the, a lot of it was oxymoron and how he treated the his real life compared to how he actually is in real life. He, there was a couple of parts where he's like, you don't, you know, I thought it's funny because he wouldn't let his teammates um, be who they were, 
Mm -hmm. he's like, you got to play the game my way. But the movie kind of reflected on that aspect of his game negatively. But like, that's how fucking LeBron is in real life. Like when you go to play with LeBron, you got to play LeBron's way. LeBron's way is the right way usually, bro. I mean, yeah, but I just thought it was funny that talking about that in the movie is a bad thing. I have so many gripes about this movie. I also liked though, um, (laughs) whenever like Don Cheadle was like, uh, he was talking to Dom, LeBron's son, and he was like, "Oh, Dom was like, where's my dad at? And he was like, oh, he left. Uh, that's kind of his MO. You know, he left Cleveland, left Miami, Miami again, then Cleveland again. Watch out, LA. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. The digs at LeBron were probably my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, well, if that's your favorite part of the movie, obviously. Because they were, it was self-deprecating. It wasn't just him trying to stroke his ego. Yeah, I like, yeah, self, exactly. I like self-deprecating humor. Yeah, me too. I enjoy it. He recognizes it at least. All right. Well, yeah. I think we're just going in circles kind of at this we're going point. In, yeah. Yeah. We can agree to disagree. It wasn't – I'm not saying it's like one of the best movies of the year. I'm not saying it was an amazing film. I just think it was way better than people are giving it credit for. And okay. I liked it better than the first one. I can agree with you saying that you enjoyed it, but you saying that it's better than the first one is just a sin. But whatever. All right. Moving on. Let's talk college football, bro. Name, image, likeness, it, the era began on, I think it was July 1st. So it's been just under three weeks of NIL rules being in play. And there has already been an insane amount of deals going on. Players left and right signing sponsorships. I've even seen a couple seven-figure deals in there. Yeah. Well, what are some of the biggest deals you've seen so far? So Bryce Young, or yeah, Bryce Young is his name, right? The Alabama quarterback. Yeah. He um he's racked up almost a million dollars in sponsorship deals uh, and he hasn't even started a game yet. That's insane. Um I think me and you grossly misunderestimated the power that this NIL rules would hold. Dude, I did I I generally did. I did not think like, it would be like, this I think we were like, yeah, people are going to make money, it's going to be great and then we just completely forgot the fact that in a lot of these college towns and you know, boosters treat this like a cult and they will do anything for their football programs. And, and like, I, I just, we just grossly misunderestimated the power of this world because people are getting deals out the wazoo. Yeah. And Uh, it's not necessarily like, I'm not surprised that people are signing deals. Like I expected, you know, sponsorships and everything to start happening, but my fucking God, bro, I did not expect these checks, these figures. I can't believe we didn't even consider it too. We're just like, oh, like this would be something great, and then like we're like, oh shit, like how do we not realize that this was ha- this was? Coming? I thought it was going to be like pot, like you know, just like enough to live comfortably while you're playing culture. Yeah, like yeah, maybe make know, like ten thousand or something in that year. But I was holy thinking, shit, like, some of the bigger name schools like fifty, sixty k, something like that. But almost a million dollars, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's probably you know Alabama quarterback, so he's probably going to make the most this year. Yeah, like, well, you, know, you know, I saw a crazy, crazy deal that literally still doesn't make any sense to me. There was a Tennessee State. All right, so already a tiny ass school. It was a freshman basketball player who happened happens to be Master P's son. I don't really know who Master P is, but apparently he's famous. He signed a two two million dollar deal with Web Apps America as a freshman who has not started a game like dude who the fuck is this guy first of all never heard of him and why is he signing a seven-figure deal like i don't know man it just it, blows my mind another thing too is that um 
and we talked about this a little bit. Like, we said that this would be great for the little guys in sports that don't get that much attention. What I didn't like think about is that uh, some of the really hot gymnast girls and the really hot volleyball girls are going to rack up a bunch of deals because of their social media following. That's like, true. There's one girl who's got like millions of followers. I think she's a gymnast for LSU. I can't remember her name. Libby Dune. Yeah, she's she's really famous hot. on TikTok. That's how I know her. Yeah, no, no, you know, I don't. It's TikTok. There. Um, but anyway, she's really hot. So she's gonna. She has a lot of big social media following. So like, I didn't really realize that that was yeah. gonna happen. So, um, wow. I I think we grossly misunderstood like how big of a deal this is going to be. Yeah, dude. This I've seen people like athletes already on billboards everywhere, even in in New York Times. Yeah, you're right though. The athletes with a social media following are going to kill it in this because I mean I'm sure Livy Dune, bro. She's she has what like a few million on TikTok, a few million on Instagram, like something like that. Yeah, dude. She's probably already made a million dollars. I would not be surprised if she's made a million by now. I like, mean, just in this first month. I mean, uh, probably six figures, you know. Oh, at least, yeah. Ah, dude, that's so crazy, man. It's crazy, yeah. You know, it also and, makes me feel so terrible for the athletes that just graduated or something. Yeah, one of my – I wonder how much – I want to ask my roommate from sophomore year. He was on the track team. He was a pole vaulter. And, um, I mean, so it's not like – he wouldn't have made anything crazy, but I should have, because I was actually, I talked to him today. I should have asked him about that, how much money he thought he would have made if he, if this was around. Cause I actually had, I had two athlete roommates. One was on the swim team and one was on um, the, he was a pole vaulter. Mm. And so not like a lot, but like, I wonder how much of a difference that would have made in their. Yeah. Or like what they could have done, you know, like they even, done. even just like, you know, I've saw TCU, they're, backup quarterback has been posting like $25 for a social media post. Like, Hey, if you know, somebody wants a quick shout out for 25 bucks, that's 25 bucks in these kids pockets. Like, yeah. I mean like there's a, there's a UT quarterback that's going on cameo and using everything that he gets from cameo to donate to like some children's hospital. Yeah. I saw so, that. That's dope. Yeah. yeah so really cool. I mean like, I don't know. This is, this is, it's, it's, crazy but and it's it's so crazy right now that there's no way that these same rules stick uh, there's there probably is going to be some limitations set at yeah. some point because Which happens with anything yeah and because I, I mean if you look at it bro like trevor lawrence i guarantee trevor lawrence could have signed a 10 million dollar deal you know like after his think? after think about it after his freshman season because after his freshman season he was literally already poised he's gonna win a heisman maybe he's going to the nfl as a top guy everybody knew it from the get-go and so with a guy like that i mean shit if you sign him after his freshman year because think about it you sign him for 10 million as a freshman in college or you wait till he gets drafted and sign him for 100 million you know so like i feel like players like that could see some insane numbers but then again it's just like like you said we underestimated this i just didn't think that you know, kids our age, literally people that we would go to class with would be inking these deals like like it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's been multiple like Bo Nix. I know the Auburn quarterback signed a pretty hefty deal with uh, Milo's T. Actually, and got he's some. terrible. Actually got some right here. Yeah, he's not that great. No, he's bad. 
And then Derek King, though, you know who that is, the Miami quarterback. Yeah, Miami, yeah. He has been doing God. really well for himself. Well, not, He's been not, in college for like the past eight years. Yeah, I was about to say, playing-wise, it's up in the air. But he, uh, him and the Florida State quarterback, Mackenzie Milton, they co-created a company called uh, Dreamfield, and it's literally a platform to assist <laughs> other college athletes on their NIL deals and everything. So, and he also signed a sponsorship with some other company, but he's been killing it. And he said he's going to share all of his profits with the rest of his teammates, which is pretty sick, I think. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. But yeah, we'll damn. see what happens. That's a whole new world. It is. That's dude. a whole new world. I'm, I'm really excited. This is probably going to have definitely gonna have bigger implications in the college football world than we anticipated at the start because i i mean at first we were like you know there's gonna be some changes but maybe not that big in terms of recruiting how recruiting goes this changes everything no you're right because i originally i was under the thought process that you know this pretty much already happens yeah well yeah it's like big schools it's under the swept under the rug but when they first introduced it i was kind of like okay this might be a bump up for the little guys because you know, if you can still go to a small school and still make money being like, you know, with sponsorships and stuff like that, then maybe that opens up like more, you're more likely to attend a small school, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. but the more I think about it and the more I see these NIL deals and stuff, the more I realize that these top dog schools like Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, they're going to be able to provide much better resources, much better connections, everything to the money. They're, they're yeah. going to be able to make you more money. So think about this could probably change the game of football too. Cause how many guys do you think that are just going to be super athletic that would normally be like running backs or wide receivers decide that they want to be a quarterback just because quarterbacks make more money when they go to college. You're right. Uh, that, that could also change it. Yeah. I mean like this could seriously change the game of football itself. Yeah. With yeah. When, when you think about it like that, that makes you think, I, yeah, I don't know what the future aspects of, you know, like long-term, how it's going to play out. Yeah, the ramifications could be tremendously deep. Like I'm talking like the Marin Trench or whatever the fuck that thing's called. Mariana Trench, of, yeah. Yeah, deep, type deep. So, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. It also, it's kind of mind-blowing too, just seeing like what athletes weren't able to do before this. Because uh, there was one, an offensive lineman from Marshall, he is now with NIL. He's starting to perform country music at live, like local bars and stuff. But he literally wasn't allowed to do that beforehand. And that's, I don't, I mean, I don't get that. You know, it's not like he's going on Twitter, like promoting, you know, the university's logo while advertising or something. He's literally just at a college town bar singing on his acoustic guitar. And that wasn't allowed. But now it is. I mean, so good for that guy. But yeah. it's still just weird. Well, they were unreal. A lot of those rules were just completely r- ridiculous. I will say there's been a lot of winners so far of the NIL era, er, ugh, NIL era, but there are some losers too. And I don't mean like I don't mean to call these athletes losers, but some people are literally just throwing up a website with custom merchandise. It's literally just like T-shirts with a picture of them and a lightning bolt on it, or like a custom logo with their initials on it. And I'm like, okay, sure. Maybe somebody will buy that if you're like Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell, one of the current Heisman candidates. But if you're like a walk-on or some shit, bro, I don't think think many people are going to be buying your merch. 
Wait, there's walk-ons doing that? Yes. Yeah. Like so. I know I know for sure multiple that have already done it. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I go chase the bag, bro. Go get your money. You know, you can, but at the same time, I feel like that's not it. It's not the move. These these random clothing brands are not gonna be the move. All right. Let's uh we've gone a little bit overboard. We we won't talk about it. I'll just mention it. TJ Dillashaw this weekend. He's making his return to the octagon. Bantamweight is the weight class. He used to be the title holder back in 2019 before he lost to Henry Cejudo in 32 seconds. While he was on, I can't even say this, erythropoietin EPO, it's a steroid. So he got caught. He's been out of the UFC ever since. He's fighting this Saturday, fighting number three, Bantamweight contender Corey Sandhagen. And if he wins this one, he might be in line for a title shot already against Aljamain Sterling. So I'm excited for that. There's really no other relevant fights on the card other than the Dillashaw fight. So if you're a UFC fan, I recommend watching that. But we're running low on time, so we're just going to go ahead and jump in a little bit or load it. Let's do it. All right. So we've got – here, I'll take the I'll take the first set. Okay. Yeah. Split it right there. Yeah. Um, okay. Adrian Peterson is reportedly looking for NFL teams to give him another chance at age 36. I loathe this. I think it's time for Adrian Peterson to go. He's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. But running backs do not last until 36 for a reason. Unless you're Frank Gore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lionel Messi's Instagram post with the Copa America trophy is now the most liked social media post by any athlete across all sports. I love this. Uh, If you don't love this, I don't know what's wrong with you, but seeing Messi with the trophy was amazing. After all this time, he finally, finally got that national trophy for Argentina, which he's been trying ever so desperately for the last decade or so. It was, I had just never seen like an athlete I mean, I have before, but he had plenty of just pure emotion, happiness. You could truly see that Messi wanted this, and I'm glad because he finally got it. He deserved it. So love that. Um, Ugandan weightlifter missing from Tokyo Olympics left a note saying he was going to start a new life in Japan. What? Yeah, I love this just because, like you said, what? Like, it's so crazy. I've never heard of anything like that before. So don't know who this guy is, but – Hey man, hope you're hope you're living it up in Japan, wherever whatever you're doing. <laughs> All right, fuck yeah! I mean, Japan's a dope. Yeah, probably better than Uganda, if I had to say so. <laughs> just wild guess. I just a guess. I don't know. Just a guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, flipping over now. We got Peyton and Eli Manning will host a separate Monday Night Football broadcast. Yes, I love this. ESPN is. Uh, broadcast booth is so trash it's definitely the bottom of the barrel for the past couple of years um they're only going to do this for 10 weeks and um so it's not going to be for every single monday night football game but by god is that going to be so much more watched than regular monday night football booth because one it's gonna be better and two it's gonna be better yeah exactly <laughs> that's all only you know i'm so excited for the brotherly banter between those two hopefully they do it and they love it so much that they'll take over full time that would be sick, yeah. Hopefully they're good at it, though, too. You know, you never know. Oh, they're going to be good at it. They're good at everything they do. They are. That's why I'm excited for it. They are. They, they Both of those guys have such good screen presence. I mean, Except for Peyton, Eli's I mean, dumb face. 
I mean, yeah, he's a he's a dumb dumb face, but like Peyton is not like a good actor, but he's also hilarious. Yeah. So he's like he is. He also has the best Saturday Night Live athlete sketch of all time. Yeah, where he's like, go to go to the porta potty for timeout, and he like throws at the back of their heads, like you fucking suck, dude. He was a uh, he was nervous about doing that and like hitting kids in the back of the head, and he's like, I don't know if I want to do it. And then parents would come up to him and be like, I want you to hit my kid in the back of the head, like for actors, but whatever. Anyway, love it. I would want Peyton Manning <laughs> to hit my kid. All right, wait, that's no with the football. Okay, anyway. Uh, Shohei Otani is the top-selling athlete for all merchandise and memorabilia on Fanatics this past month. I love it. Um, this is he's this is literally making Stephen A. Smith eat his words about what he said about Shohei not knowing English and being the face of baseball. Um, another thing too is I just want to reference this: like Japanese athletes normally don't learn English. I don't know, probably because it's really hard for them to learn English. Maybe because it's really hard for us to learn Japanese. So it yeah, it's a versa. weird, yeah, it's weird it's very, yeah, I'd imagine. So because like Hideki Matsuyama, the guy that won the Masters, didn't still uses a translator. He's been on the tour for a long time. Um, I think you Darvish might still use a translator um yeah i'm not sure on that he may i know he used i can't to. remember he used to but they uh, japanese player japanese athletes typically they'll just use translators. they don't give a fuck <laughs> like yeah. so for him to say some stupid shit like that and then still be the face of baseball like he is right now is awesome so love yeah. it. all right then we got this one I, I know you got this one aaron Rodgers reportedly turned down a contract extension that would have made him the highest paid player in football Loathe it. This is old news. This was first reported back in May. Shetty, what are you doing? You didn't know what? that? This was yeah. dude. This came. I just saw this yesterday. Yeah, it's old news. They're retreading it. Oh, okay. Well, if that, I saw it, it as a new report. I saw it. I saw this report back in May. The New York posted it. Oh, okay. Well, it was rumored. I guess it's confirmed now. Okay, that that might be what it is. Yeah, that might be what it is. So that they confirmed it from a while ago. Either way, you mm-hmm. said loathe it love it all right last but not least we got the united we already talked about a little bit but united states women's national team loses to sweden in their first game of the olympics three to zero love it we're still gonna win gold (laughs) all right love it good way to end the episode Uh, we went almost two hours this time again uh if you guys stayed for the whole time thank you as always uh we this is our first time being live on periscope so I'll check out that one and see if that's something we're going to continue. But till next time, I guess, maybe we'll talk about Olympics, definitely some UFC in the mix. And yeah. All right. Check out our social medias and see y'all. See ya. All right. I got-